Welcome to the Hyper Fast Show, where we believe unlimited growth in business and life is created by surrounding yourself with people who have been where you are going. Learning from others allows you to compress time and grow hyper fast. And now, here are your hosts, Kerry Shaw and Dan Lesniak. Kerry and Dan are real estate developers, best-selling authors, billion-dollar agents, and million-dollar agent makers. And now, get ready to grow hyper fast. Welcome to the Hyperfast Agent Podcast. We are so excited to have Travis Tom here with us today. And he is an expert at helping agents feel empowered so they can do their own Facebook marketing and generate their own leads. You have a lot of options to offer and you have an interesting background in the business. Now, Travis and I got to know each other from a mastermind that we're both a part of called Closing Table. So I've been watching him and seeing how quickly you're growing. It's incredible and I'm excited to share with everyone today. So do you want to just start off by telling them kind of how you got in the business? I know you were really young, right? So, right. Yeah, I was, I was seven years old. No. <laughs> <laughs> he was door knocking right. at seven, handing out cookies. <laughs> well, for, Carrie, thank you for having me on. And Absolutely. it's always a pleasure to be able to talk to you. So yeah, I started off when I was about 19 years old. And when I was 19, I went into real estate hoping that I would be able to actually join my family's business. And my father said, absolutely not. You have so to go. So was he already in the business? He owned an escrow company. And, and oh, so okay. they bought so and sold private. So he kicked you out of the family business at kicked 19. Kicked me out, right. And said, we're in no way that we're going to hire. You got to work for someone else. That's cut, awesome. Cut your teeth on them. And then maybe a decade or so later, you can work for us. So started off basically door knocking and I door knocked on, I think almost 2,500 homes. My first three years of real estate, it was miserable. I heard no 2,500 times. So I got really good at overcoming objections, but I was really bad at selling. I was, I was absolutely horrible. Well, at your getting determination was off the charts, right? Cause most right. people, if you're honest guys, there's not many of you who have door knocked 2,500 homes. I mean, that's exceptional. Right. Well, I, I was young, so I could do it, right? Yeah. Now I'm like five, five doors in. I'd be like, eh, I'm all right. I'm going to go watch some Netflix and run some Facebook ads. So, so back, Well, that's because you have other resources now. Right. Yeah, exactly. I've already, yeah. I've kind of, I've kind of gotten this a little bit established. So, but back then I realized I wasn't giving anyone any value. Right. At the end of the day, I was always just asking. And if you think of Stephen uh, Covey, author of yeah. Seven Highly Effective Habits, right? Yeah. One of the biggest things that he had said was that you have to make an emotional deposit with someone before you can make a withdrawal, right? Otherwise, yeah. it's going to be a negative balance. And I was always asking for a withdrawal without making any emotional deposits. So I was always saying, if you're looking at buying and selling, let me know. So every time I door knocked, every time I called someone, every time I reached out to a lead, whatever it might be, I didn't have anything to really give in return. And where everything kind of shifted and turned around was I had created, when I was, I think I was 23, 24 at the time, a little guide called the Student Parent Guide to Home Buying, or how to make those four years very, very profitable. Oh, nice. And so it was this, this little guide that broke down appreciation, equity, right, all of these things. Because at the time, I wasn't really giving anyone anything that would position me as an authority figure, right, or educate them. And so at this point in time, I'm 
I'm just starting to kind of contemplate, should I leave the business? I haven't been successful. So all those doors were exhausting you? All, all those doors. I mean, really, I got, I got so burnt out, right? I was ready to call Sunburn. it quits. Sunburned. Sad. Yeah. Sad. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I think I really, I had maybe four closings in three years under my belt. So my family was really supporting me at that point. And I felt like, you know, I have to do something for them. I, I got to step it up. And my brother at the time was working in marketing and some web design and, and he had created this, that, that little guide for me. And it was almost kind of serendipitous because across the street from my office was the university, right? In our, in our area, 28,000 students, 30,000 staff. So this guide that I created with him was really kind of showcasing this kitty condo loan. So for those that are listening back in the day, there was a little program called kitty condo loans. It was a FHA loan program the parents could co-sign for the student, right, for their kiddo, and basically get them their, uh, some credit to buy a home. And that program is something I said, you know, I can develop a whole marketing scheme around this. Nice. And that was what we did. And this was, okay, this was pre-Facebook ad manager. So everyone's like, well, you're a Facebook guy. What are you talking about postcards? Well, um, the guerrilla marketing strategy basically was we, we, put out 5,000 of them around the university. We ran some ads, did some email campaigns. We got uh, some press in the newspaper. And the whole thing would link back to a website that said, hey, if you want to see all the properties that qualify for this type of special financing program in the university area, go ahead and go to this website. And we'll give you a list of homes right, that are like this. And leads started coming in uh, about five weeks later. Well, then all of a sudden you had your emotional deposit. I had my emotional deposit. And, and so if I fast track that forward about two years, two years later, I had 271 listings. Wow. I, I had 100 million in inventory. I had a team of 30 people because we continued that methodology of rinse and repeat. Now, this, this is right around where Facebook ad manager started to come out. And so what we did is we piggybacked on running Facebook ads to landing pages, the offering a list of homes yep. and or see all the photos for this development and floor plans, right? More emotional deposits. So we started creating what we called walled gardens around what we found was unique and precious to our consumer base. And that's the methodology we continued. And we sold those brokerages. We developed a Facebook advertising agency and consulting and coaching and training program. So that was five years ago. Um, that we sold those businesses and every business we've created since then has been through the power of that methodology, right? Giving value and running Facebook ads on top of it. Well, and part of it is having a hyper niche, right? What you did yeah. was brilliant because so many people are focused on doing everything and they're not really that valuable to anyone right. because they're afraid, oh, if I only focus on this one thing, then I'm going to lose business. But right. ultimately, look what happened to you. You went from three homes in right. three to four homes in a few years right. to 271 listings. 271 listings. Yep. And that was by just focusing on how to create value for one niche. I love it. Yep. That's and, really cool. And then we, we created that same model where every property we got, we created a single property website. And then from the single property website, we would then run Facebook ads to it. And we had a retargeting pixel on it. Right. So then Which, after by the visited, way, at the time you were doing this, this was like it was brand, nobody brand even new. knew what a, no. pix a pixel. What's a pixel? A fairy? Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right. It is. It's like magic fairy <laughs> like dust. dust. Yeah. <laughs> that collects on those people and they leave. Right. So we started doing 
retargeting early on and and really we didn't know what we were doing yeah. right we were just trying and failing and failing forward with a lot of this new technology and this was around 2015 um, so this was, yeah, so when we started really doing a lot of the retargeting aspect to it, that was around 2007, 2008. Oh, so, so earlier. Yeah, earlier. The, 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 we were using a, a few different technologies and merging them with what we had. Okay. Um, but where we really started kicking it up is 2012. And that's where we saw a really big boost in, in, in our business. Now, the market was really crashing around, you know, 2008, 2009, right, 2010 for us. That's where we saw a surge of business for us because buyers were, and it's still true today, consumers, real estate consumers, they are disqualifying you as the agent before you can even qualify them. Yeah. And they kind of went underground. And so what we did is we really leveraged the email lists that we had along with Facebook ads. So every time we ran a campaign for a new listing, we would uh, basically do an email blast, but then run ads specifically to those people or the markets around them. So they would see the ad for the listing. They would see an email campaign for the listing. And then we would retarget them directly after saying, thanks so much for taking a look at our, our property. Would you like to schedule a tour? And that dynamic right there, right, of calling it out, saying, like, hey, we know you looked at the property, doing yeah. a scheduled tour, that booked us appointments well, from, and they were, like, from Silent Buyers. Well, they were, because back then they little, didn't understand how you were doing it. Right. And then they're like, these guys are smart. And, yeah, I was interested in that property. Right, right. Yeah, that's really cool. Are you a real estate agent looking to grow your business in the D.C., Maryland, Virginia area? The Kerry Shull and Orange Line Living team is looking for talented, motivated people who want to be a part of a collaborative and competitive team poised to become number one in the world by 2021. Our new agents have success at a rate that is nearly nine times the industry average, and our experienced agents average over $252,000 a year. Our industry-leading lead generation, training, and support systems put our agents in the best possible position for success. If you want to work hard, serve more clients, have fun, and make more money, then call us today at 703-661. 9756 or go to com. So today, if you fast forward a little bit more into the, because Facebook's become really robust, right, in yeah. terms of what we're doing. And the consumer's more educated today, right? Right, a lot more educated. And they are gathering all this information before they even really talk to you as the agent, right? So what we're doing, and we know that looking at on average six to eight other websites, right? So the big ones, right? Your competitors. So what we're doing now is creating campaigns that are giving value at the top of the funnel. So they have basically downloaded, let's say a list of homes for sale, right? Uh Or a buyer's guide or seller's guide. We then retarget them with a, a Push, what's called a push-along funnel, a delayed sequence of ads, typically about nine to 12 ads that follow them for about 120 to 160 days after. These ads are core messaging ads that basically show up in their newsfeed and Instagram, Messenger, right, kind of all over. But we have an acronym that we created called BURST that stands for Brand Story, Untapped Opportunity, Reciprocity, Social Proof and Trust. I love it. And all of those are key pillars you should have in any of your retargeting campaigns. And what you're trying to do is take them through this indoctrination process, right? You're trying to pre-frame in their mind that you are the authority figure in your market and that you're the right solution. I want you to reiterate one more time. Yes. Burst. Because I think, guys, write this down. This is so critical, whether you hire Travis or you decide to do this on your own, what he's saying is gold here. So one more time, walk Certainly. them through the pieces. So, so Burst is 
uh, basically the key pillars that you should have in any retargeting campaign, right? And so what we did is we went through and we've generated over 275,000 leads through Facebook and Instagram over the past couple of years, right? So we, we have a lot of data kind of backing this. We ran campaigns all around the world. And so what we've seen work really effectively, and this is not just in the real estate vertical, it's pretty much in any vertical, but it works really well for real estate. And the reason why is because the, the decision cycle of most of these consumers, right, is three months, six months, 10 months, right? They're going through this decision cycle, trying to figure out, well, is it the right time to buy? Who should I work with, right? It's usually property-centric and emotionally driven in the beginning. Yeah. And then what you need to do is prime them and remind them, right? So Facebook has their own methodology called priming and reminding, which is you're priming them with an ad to capture their attention, build awareness, and suck them into your funnel, yep. right? And then remind them again and again directly after. So if you've ever visited Amazon, you're like, I love those pair of boots. I'm going to buy them. Oh, wait, the cat jumped on the computer. I got to pick up the kids from school, right? Uh-huh. Then two days later, you see the same pair of boots. Same thing, except... What you want to do is be able to use this acronym, right? So BURST. So brand story. That's one of the first ads that you should be pushing out after they've left your website or whatever digital asset that you have used to really pull them in, right? Okay. So you're um, using a list of homes, let's say, as a Facebook lead ad. They've interacted with that. So now you have pixeled them into a custom audience and they leave. And then maybe two hours later, they see a brand story about you. It's a video of you and your team or your company saying, hey, we've been in this local market for over 36 years. We've helped, you know, 3000 people move. We love what we do. And by the way, meet our amazing team that makes our clients basically successful, right? And so it's a short, maybe 45 to one minute video. That's your brand story. That's going to show up once or twice a day, every day for maybe about 10 to 15 days. However, you kind of dial in okay. right, the retargeting frequency. That ad stops. Another one starts, and this is now the untapped opportunity. Right? Okay. And so we have to think about this like as a chapter book, right? Okay. So we're reading a chapter book. So we have, we have chapter one. We've kind of introduced the characters, yep. right? Chapter two is now the un- untapped opportunity. So this is now a carousel ad showcasing a list of, let's say, open houses that are going to be held open this weekend. Nice. Right? Click here to see all the open houses coming up this weekend. That's going to be an untapped opportunity. So for you, whatever it might be, an untapped opportunity might be something that the average consumer doesn't know about, doesn't know that they can get access to, right? Well, and if you have your list targeted, right? If you were hyper-targeting the way Travis taught you in the beginning of this podcast, you may have specific homes that are for a move-down buyer that are in that carousel that are going to apply directly to whom you're talking to. Exactly. Or if you're targeting a university, your untapped opportunity would be homes that are qualified for whatever financial program you've presented to them. So there's a lot of ways to do this to make it very specific to who you're talking to. So you're the first person that has ever really understood that your retargeting sequence after the fact should be relevant to what is at the top of the funnel, right? Because if they're interacting, let's say, with a list of uh, properties they can move down to, we're looking at baby boomers that are downsizing, right? So we should tell the story of downsizing and everything that relates to them relevant after the fact. So if we understand their avatar, then we know how to be very specific so that they come back out and they feel like what you're presenting is relevant. Exactly, exactly. So think of it as it could be uh, off-market properties foreclosures, right? Whatever it might be as an untapped opportunity. And you want to keep that in front of them again, once, uh, once or twice a day for 15 to 20 days, that ad turns off 
And what well, doesn't really turn off, it actually still shows up, but it, it, we basically push them into the next funnel so they don't no longer see that ad. So the next one, right, which is reciprocity. And reciprocity is giving them an item of value, right? Something that they can either read or that they feel is going to give them that notion that you're the authority figure solving a problem for them, whatever it might be. So it could be a blog article, the top five mistakes most home buyers make when they buy a home. In a webinar. Market. A webinar, right? Something Ooh. they can sign up for, right? I want to do this right now. I'm so excited. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is awesome, guys. This, listen closely. Take notes. Okay. Right, so there's so many different options, right, with reciprocity. There's so many different angles you can go into. But it's really creating a bond and solidifying that bond with the audience. And then another emotional deposit another emotional in deposit. the bank. Exactly. Yes. Yep. And then we have social proof. Right. So social proof is going to be testimonials. Right. If you have clients, raving fans, it could even be a case study. See how I sold this home. 17,000 over asking in only 21 days. Oh, right? yeah. Right. That, so that could be for sellers. Right. That could be for the baby boomers that are downsizing. Or it could be something that's more focused, right, and relevant to the specific buyer, right, from the top of the funnel. And it's nice to kind of keep it semi-broad because, you, you know, we all know that sellers are also buyers. So just be yeah. flexible, but make sure the storytelling is semi-relevant to either or, but has a slight dominance of one or the other. Sure. Right? One idea, guys, if you're trying to figure out a segment in your market, you could do this exact sequence with a for sale by owner and expired or a withdrawn, right. and then you you could be in front of a property that you took over from another agent and tell that story. We actually do that. So if you're retargeting them with that social proof and your whole sequence is built on that, you already have your list. It's free. It's in your MLS. So go get right. it and do this. Right. Right. Yes. Yes. And, and if you have, think about it, if you have multiple different videos that you can put into a carousel ad, right? So then you have someone Watching video one, swipe video two, swipe video three, right? So on and so on. They're brainwashed by the end. How fantastic. Right. I mean, really. That's, <laughs> They're calling I, you. That's kind of what it is. It, it's, and so it all solidifies down into T of the burst, which is trust, right? So at the end of all that, you've developed trust, right? You've created this bond with the audience. You've developed trust. You've positioned yourself as the authority figure in the market, that you are the solution to their upcoming problem. Yeah. And during that whole decision cycle, they've been indoctrinated. Right. You've preframed in their mind that you are in your company, your brand is the one. And think of all the other competitors they went to. Right. Or they are still going to. Right. Over uh, you know, the course of three, four, five, six months. Are they retargeting them in that format? Are yep. they telling a story, right? Are they giving them value? No way. No, they're, they're I believe asking. I'm one of the best at this and I have learned so much today from doing this. Like you guys, just this is not that hard to execute. This is you with your iPhone, right. just putting together the story for the right avatar and then doing it. Yes. Right? Yes. Really? Yeah. But 99% of you, this is one of my favorite podcasts I've ever done, by the way, 99% of you aren't going to act. So I'm pushing your button now and I'm telling you, you're not going to do this because I want you to step up and actually do it and create results in your business. Big yeah. time. Yeah. Yeah. Don't just listen. Right. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> that's the biggest thing. We all come to these events, yeah. right? We all listen to certain podcasts and then we all get like so excited. We're like on the way home, flying home or driving. We're kind of like buzzing with activity. And then also we get a text message and then we get a listing appointment. And then our mind is just like squirrel. Wonder. We right. are like shiny object, client issue, this I have to deal with. But this is gold. This will change your business and your life if you execute. So let's imagine someone is listening. They're excited. Yes. But they don't, they don't think they're going to do it on their own, which some of you already know. 
You're telling yourself right now, I want to do this. I think I should do this, but I'm not sure I will. How can they hire you to help them get it done? Certainly. Um, so if they have any interest in learning how to do it, right? Being able to actually get those skills, right? <laughs> We, we all know that you're, yeah, you're yeah. like, I'm going to learn it and crush it. Um, but if you really want to take that next step and you want someone that can mentor you and take you through the process, we do have a coaching and training program that's really in depth. We've got my top Facebook ad managers in my agency along with me that are in that group. We're constantly teaching people. And one of the uh, the funnest things that I really enjoy is every Monday and every Thursday, we have actual live support calls. So nice. we actually go through your ad manager account and we'll go through your entire campaign and audit and optimize the campaign with you and say, you know what, let's tweak this. The headline's kind of a little bit here or let's duplicate this ad set or let's build a couple of retargeting ads and stacks, you know, beyond just this. To tell you the next strategy, right? Or maybe your target audience is too broad and you're right. not hyper niched enough. And so what you're serving isn't going to be relevant to this portion of your audience. Let's right. narrow it. And then your cost per lead is going to go down and your effectiveness is going to go up, right? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So we, we walk you through how to read the data, right? And how to understand the stats. And then we actually give you the right Facebook ads. We have over 75 Facebook ads in there. We have 172 videos that go over in-depth marketing and different strategies, messenger bots, lead ad training. I mean, pretty much all of I'm it. I'm glad so. you said messenger bots because I picked that up earlier when you were talking. So one of the ways you're communicating with the potential client is through an automated bot in the Facebook messenger, right? Correct. Right. Okay. So right. this is another technology. I just started playing with this, guys, but it's this is an all-in-one solution. Yeah. Right. And it gets yeah. very expensive when you're piecemealing it. So that's that's really cool. It's fun. It's fun when when you can really be able to automate certain things that you've said a million times before. Right. We've all been asked questions. We know we've repeated, repeated the answer. Yeah. So if you know what most consumers are looking for, you can kind of tweak the conversation. Right. And reposition it to an automation way. We're saying, are you looking for X? And like, oh, actually, I am. Right. Because, you know, the 80 percent of the you people already know, like right, if already you're talking you to a downsizer, Hey, we have a house coming up that has a first floor master, or we have a townhome that has an elevator. By chance, right. would that interest you? Right. We have a condo that's over 2,500 square feet, and in this market, that only happens, you know, once in a three month period. Would this interest you? All of a sudden, they're like, right. Are they talking to me? Right. Actually, we are. We're right. very sneaky. <laughs> we are. You and 5,000 other people, but. We, yes. Yeah, but we do believe in, you know, in, in uh, helping you. And personalization is a big part of it too, right? And Facebook does a great job of being able to personalize those kind of things. So yeah, if, you are, if you're interested, elevatedrem.com. That's our, our main website. We have okay. our Facebook coaching and training program. So elevatedrem.com is where they can go if they want to dive into that. Amazing. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Travis, for being Great, here today. You. Guys, listen to this three times. You have got to take action. This is just exceptional, exceptional information. Thank really you. appreciate Thank it. Thank you, Carrie. Thanks for having me on. Okay. Have a great day. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Hyper Fat Show. Subscribe to us if you want to make sure you get the latest and greatest Hyper Fat Shows. And remember, we love reviews. Reviews help us bring better and better guests and improve our shows. So give us the good, the bad, and the ugly. We hope you enjoyed the show, and we will see you next time.